So what is it exactly that you are still unhappy about? Well, I think we actually need to take the story right back to when um, this um, regulation was promulgated. One might even consider that we take it back to the time when this was uh, conceptualized. The concern is simply this. If you're going to implement new policy, surely it would be appropriate for you to engage with the stakeholders that are going to be most affected by policy changes. And certainly when you are looking to implement policy that is, in principle, a good one, that is to try to affect or control or manage child trafficking, that you would also consider best global practice before implementing a unique policy. Um, But post all of that, you know, we have made continuous attempts to reach out to the Department of Home Affairs in an effort to engage and discuss and share with them our concerns. And every effort has fallen on deaf ears. But where the real frustration lies is that after the Department of Home Affairs announced a second delay in the implementation, part of the promise that was made to us as an industry by the minister himself was that he was going to establish a task team that collectively with the, 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 uh, the uh, tourism and travel sector would actually engage in, ter- in terms of understanding how this new policy was going to in- be implemented. That was committed to us in September of 2014. As we stand here today, the date of implementation, that task team has never formally met. So have you uh, been in touch with Home Affairs to actually ask why this hasn't happened? We have made several attempts. We have written letters through the chairperson of the Tourism Business Council, of which we are part. Uh, There has been constant engagement by the CEO of the Tourism Business Council. Letters have been written to the presidency. Um, You know, we, we actually have literally a file of attempted correspondence which have all fallen on deaf ears and we've had no response to. So what now, as the association, what are you going to do from here on in? Well, look, I think really our responsibility at this stage is, as we have been attempting for several weeks now, is to try to still continue to create some level of engagement with the Department of Home Affairs. But our key responsibility has shifted to making every effort possible to share and communicate Uh, to the traveling public exactly what the consequences are and what is required of them uh, traveling uh, from from, from South Africa to other countries from today onwards. Uh, But what is really disturbing for us is that uh, it took the Department of Home Affairs, despite having promulgated this policy uh, over a year ago now, uh, they have only issued the standard operating procedures two weeks ago. And since those operating procedures were announced, they have changed it five times. So we're sitting on version five. And in each case, there has been substantial changes to the requirements, which has created untold confusion around the world in terms of what it is that is actually expected. So we're at a bit of a loss, and we're doing the very best we can with the information made available to us by the Department of Home Affairs to communicate this to the traveling public. So, Mr. DeVries, are you saying to me right now, as this new law comes into effect today, that you are not clear as to exactly what is required at this point? That is correct. There is, there is mixed communication going out as a direct result of the five different versions that the Department of Home Affairs issued to the airlines and to the trade at large. Uh, For example, 
Um, we had always understood that the unabridged birth certificates, if they were not in, the, in, in English, needed to be translated and they need to be certified. We know that the South African tourism offices and a number of the airlines have communicated that through their platforms. So that is their expectation and what they are going to be looking for when passengers attempt to check in as from today. But we've also had scenarios where up until a week ago, you required an unabridged birth certificate regardless of whether you needed a visa to travel to South Africa or not. As of last week, they quietly made an amendment which stated that if you're applying for a visa to travel to South Africa, you no longer need an unabridged birth certificate. Um, South Africans had understood that uh, the Department of Home Affairs had committed to issuing unabridged birth certificates within an eight-week window. Uh, Last week, they announced that if for whatever reason, the Department of Home Affairs had not met their own objectives of of delivering that within eight weeks, that you could write a letter to your local office where you had made the application, and they would send you a letter stating that you could travel even though you didn't have the birth certificate in hand. Within 24 hours, that was amended to saying, no, you now need to contact the the Director General's office directly and apply for this letter. So, you know, they're making it up and just amending it as they go along. And that makes it extremely difficult for us to have a concise and clear communication to the traveling public.